everyone and welcome back to race time radio happy new year 2021 is gonna get underway tonight here on race time radio i'm joe chisholm along with joe chisholm jr right here in the race time radio studio what do you think jr here we go another brand new year and we've got a ton to cover off here tonight yes we had a little bit of a break there for uh for the holidays uh, happy New Year to everybody! And uh, man, we got a we got quite the lineup of a show tonight. You know, it, we had a conversation leading up to the holidays, right? We're yeah. Like, what are we going to talk about when we get to the other side of the holidays? <laughs> well, yeah. if we don't have more information than we could throw a stick at, it's uh, it's pretty interesting how much uh, how much news moving and shaking, uh, you know, that took place during the holidays leading up to it, uh, and then as well on the other side, uh, we've got some really Really cool stuff to talk about tonight, and uh, we even got some some you know the first winners of 2021 uh, on the other side. How about that? We got races have been completed now. What's today? The third of January, and already uh, we have some uh, some winners, and we're going to have them live tonight on Race Time Radio. Of course, the Red Eye 5050 went at New Smyrna Speedway just last night. And tonight, we got two of the feature winners coming on. Uh, Jeff Schofield is the super race winner. Uh, he won the Red Eye 50. And then right in behind him, how about Mr. Brad May? Joe, we're used to watching that number nine car at New Smyrna Speedway. Brad May goes to Victory Lane. Both Jeff and and Brad, you know, staples of New Smyrna Speedway uh, for for years, and and uh, Brad definitely uh, no surprise seeing him in Victory Lane. But what a stacked field the Pro Late Models had. Same with the Supers, but oh, but yeah. the uh, the Pro Late Models, you know, there was lots of uh, uh, really unique uh, competitors out there, and and uh, even seen uh, you know old old Mike Skinner out there, yeah. uh, you <laughs> yeah. know NASCAR Camping World Truck Series fame, uh, you know the. The, uh, the driver of the five uh, pro late model couldn't quite get to Brad. It'll be interesting to talk to Brad and, and uh, go over, you know, everything that took place. Of course, uh, Jeff uh, Schoenfield uh, taking over the top spot in the super race. Uh, there was lots of cool stuff happened with the, uh, the outlaw sportsman that they've got going on down there. And by the sounds of it, we don't have the guy on, but the best race of the weekend down there was the mini stocks. Uh, talked to a good friend of mine, uh, a good friend of race, time radios uh chris mitchell um uh, who was actually down there not wrenching on a car but just as a fan uh, sitting in the grandstands and and uh i said what was the best race of the weekend and he said you know what it was the mini stocks so uh but uh yeah by the sounds of it it was a great event uh obviously the red eye a staple in short track racing uh you know lots of uh history there with that event uh it's kind of the kickoff to every new year and and uh you know i think we've talked about the red eye every single year um, oh, yeah. Since the inception of Race Time Radio, uh, just simply that's it's the only thing going on when you talk uh, short track racing, um, and uh, 
you know, a lot of interesting stuff that, that took place over there as well. You know, you got the Chili Bowl happening. Uh, you know, the, yeah, the Tulsa shootout. Up. The Tulsa shootout uh, was taking place this weekend. Um, lots of cool stuff happening, man. It's, uh, it, it's banging on all cylinders right now. Also on tonight's program, we heard from Todd Lewis before we shut her down for 2020. Of course, talking about... The brand new television show on Rev TV Canada is called Rev Culture. Uh, it is Todd Lewis that does that television show, and uh, it debuted on December the 28th. Uh, got a chance to watch the first two episodes. Awesome, awesome job. Todd Lewis is going to join the show tonight. We're going to find out what's coming up this week on Rev Culture. So we'll catch up with Todd uh, fairly soon here. We'll also hear, how about from Stu Friesen Jr., it's back to the Camping World Truck Series in 2021. Now that the calendar's flipped over, no longer the Gander Mountain Truck Series, back to the Camping World Series. We got Stu Friesen coming on the show. Of course, not only famous for the truck, the number 52, also uh, about one of Canada's staunchest competitors on dirt. Yes, 100%. Uh, looking forward to, to catching up with him. You know, I, I think you're going to hear a level of excitement in Stuart Friesen's voice uh, heading into this season. You know, towards the end of last oh, year, yeah. um, you know, they, they stepped out on their own last year. And uh, to do that, um, you know, they called it leading into the year. We might not have the best performance in 2020. You know, I, I remember it, you know, like it was yesterday. We had Stuart Friesen on the program and, and you know, it echoed kind of throughout the year. Um, he talked about what what 2020 was going to be, right? Mm. And, um, you know, it's a building year. And I think towards the end of last year, you know, I think back to Bristol and, and you know, you think back to Texas Motor Speedway where you had some incredible speed. Um, you know, the, the final eight races of the truck series in 2020, Stuart Friesen was in the mix for the win. Yes, he and, was. And, uh, you know, when you ride that kind of momentum, build that kind of momentum, um, you know, it was kind of thrown together at, the, you know, a lot of people questioned how fast it all came together, stepping out on their own. Mm. And, uh, you know, you, you look at uh, what they were able to accomplish um, now with the extra, you know, time off, the preparation, you know, that they can go back, reflect on the notes that they built, um, rebuild some of the stuff, find or that they found worked. Um, and uh, I, I think that you're going to see some really interesting things come out of that number 52 truck uh, in 2021 as well. His dirt program. <laughs> what a year oh, that man. he had over there. Um, Won I, a lot of races. I, I think every year he has a great dirt program. But, uh, you know, there was there was a lot of bright spots last year. And, and uh, man, the guy's just got to be happy to be walking around. He's, no. he's a great cat. Can't wait to catch up with him. He will lead us into our number two. Also on the show tonight. Albert Francis. I don't know whether you've noticed this or not, uh, but uh, you need to have a look at it. You're going to hear from Albert tonight here on the program. Barstool Sports and Marcus Limonis got together um, to, to really help out small business in the United States. They've developed a program, and young Albert Francis has looked at that. Of course, uh, their family business, uh, their small business in the U.S., um, it struck a chord with Albert, and he come up with a really cool way of uh, maybe activating and jumping into that program to help out. Albert Francis is going to tell us all about it here tonight. It's an auction for the hood of his race car, um, and for 10 races in 2021, Albert will tell us all about it here tonight on the show. Also, some huge news. 
uh, for Sobel Speedway fans here in the province of Ontario. We're going to get into that. You won't believe it. It is huge news. Uh, we're going to get to that here in this hour. Uh, we're also uh, going to have, we're going to kick things off here any moment now. Uh, I know Sue's going to be busy grabbing uh, Mr. Schofield. We're going to get that 07, the winner, the red eye. Uh, he's coming up on the very show here in just a couple of moments. I also want to let you know, quick, quick, fire starters. Uh, Frank has been busy hard at it. Uh, another new announcement over the holidays. He is now with the Waterloo Carding Club. So I'll tell you what, quick, quick fire starters. Not only is it a product that's truly Canadian and does an amazing job. Look at the effort here in Canada and within motorsports that Frank is doing unbelievable yeah definitely a lot of really cool stuff coming out of that camp uh you know you look at uh, some of the the oval track stuff of course uh, a big supporter of the the pinty's hot lap uh sponsored by quick wick uh you know in in 2020 2021 he's got a cool belt made up uh and then he's also working with london recreational both on the snowcross side and then as well uh, with a couple of their competitors that drive on the oval track side uh connected with robbie thompson lots of really cool stuff coming out of that quick wick camp and and uh, uh, everybody's doing a great job with it as well. It's a Canadian company. Everybody's supporting it big, and and uh, you couldn't ask for a better deal for a for a guy that uh, you couldn't ask for a nicer guy either to work with. No uh, Frank and and uh, his team over at Quickwick are doing a wild job, and uh, definitely cool to work with. Now they got a big um, they got some big news coming out. Uh, have a look at Inside Track Motorsport news. Big write up coming out in the paper. You want to take that in, and it lays out everything that uh, Frank's got going on with Quick Wick. But let's get tonight's show started, shall we? How about the first winner in a super late model for 2021? He is from Florida. He was at New Smyrna Speedway just last night, went to Victory Lane. Let's welcome in Jeff Schofield, driver of the 07. He's with us now on the hotline. What's going on, Jeff? How are you doing, man? Hey, bud, doing good. I appreciate y'all guys having me on. How's y'all's evening going? Oh, fantastic. Uh, sounds like it was a barn burner last night at New Smyrna Speedway. Love that speedway. And, uh, Jeff, you're one of those guys that uh, is always a threat to go to Victory Lane. And look at this. You kicked off 2021 in style, man. Victory Lane, take us through the race. Hey, it was uh, it was definitely a good one. We just bought that car from Augustine. It's a Fury chassis. We picked it up last, uh, actually last Saturday. Took it home, did all the, you know, went through it and all that stuff. Had Buggy Pletcher set it up for us and went through all that. And then uh, unloaded Friday. We were just doing test and tune, 50 lapper. Cause we're going to show times 10,000 to win next weekend, 100 lapper. So we're like, well, let's just test and tune, have a good finish, and, you know, see what it does. And ended up being our, our luck. We uh, I spun the tires on a qualifying run. My bad. Messed up. Qualified fifth. But the invert worked out good. Put us on the outside pole. And it was my race to lose from that point and grabbed the lead lap one and just held on from there car was car worked out great and you know shit rather be lucky than good any day <laughs> absolutely 100 percent. that's the way to go uh jeff uh by the sounds of it you know talking to a couple guys of course i didn't get a chance to watch it from uh, up here in the freezer uh but uh, uh talking to a couple of guys that that uh, were there uh said that jesse dutilly was coming on strong right at the end uh and was closing the gap in a big way were you watching in the mirror were you saving some or were you digging hard yeah, Spotter done told me we it, we had a hard race with the '96 there. The kid was, you know, he was on my bumper, and I was just racing his race, just you know, rolling through the corners, just dragging him down the straightaway. Didn't any didn't have really any threat. Really wasn't pushing the car too hard, 
And then once we cleared out, we had about half a track on them, I think about lap 30, and then we went to lap 40. I think it was like five to go. Dutili got around them. I was lifting at the flag stand. I mean, Dutili was fast, but we was watching, uh, had a spotter up there watching the lap times, and he was gaining on me about two-tenths a lap. But, it, like I said, I was rolling through the corner just saving it just in case we had a late caution. It would have been interesting because I think me and him were about the same times. Um, so it's hard to say. You know, Jesse's definitely, uh, he's been dominating here lately, and, and he, he's definitely on his game. So, for me, being out of the Super, that's been four years since I've raced the uh, Super at New Smyrnum. So, overall and all, we was good. We was hitting our marks good. My lap times were consistent. So, if we did have a restart, I'd have got the preferred line on the outside. So, it, it would have definitely been a, a show pleaser. But, you know, it's hard to say at that point. Yeah, it feels so good to get back behind the wheel of that Super, I bet. Nothing is, there is no substitute for horsepower like you guys make in those Supers. Uh, it's got to feel great. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've been running the – my old man, Bill Sportsman, that I've been playing around with about the last year and a half. And the Sportsman's fun. I'm not going to lie. I got lazy and started enjoying life doing other things outside of racing. And, uh, you know, work on a car a couple hours during the week, and you go and you race some things, a little 602 crate. They're, you know, they're fun to drive. It's very competitive, you know, everybody being in the same box. But, yes, yeah, sir, yeah, once you get back into Super, it's kind of like, man, there's just there, there's nothing more pleasing than stepping on the throttle than things. It makes you feel alive, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. It makes you – it brings back the you know the, the life in you for sure. Absolutely. Uh, talk to us a little bit about that while we got you on the program here. Uh, that program that you look at in the south, uh, it, definitely across Florida. You know, we see the 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 outlaw cars uh, race basically everywhere. Uh, the the outlaw sportsman cars. Um, you know, you, you look at the snowball derby. There's a huge event there every year. You look at uh, at speed weeks. They pop in for a few races. Uh, you know, across the year. Uh, you know, in Florida, you see a tremendous amount of of the sportsman and and it seems like week in and week out we're seeing a, a big spike in car count with those things is it a cost factor is it is it a fun factor what is the draw of that outlaw sportsman class that we're seeing explode across the panhandle you know and you, and you bring that up and it's kind of funny because like you go run 50 laps and, and it pays thousand dollars for a sportsman mm-hmm. and, you, and you, in reality it still costs the same money almost as it does to take a super to the track the expense of the car is definitely cheaper than you know comparing the two but at the end of the day it's, it's you know it just it's amazing that the drivers show up we have 20 to 25 cars every wheelman race that series they run down here with steve door and that's what makes it more fun it's exciting you, know, you go to the racetrack you got 25 cars you finish third Nobody really goes to the racetrack worries about the purse. If we do, we're all in the wrong sport. But <laughs> it, it's, it, you know, we go and it's just, I think that's more what it is. You know, you got the competition and it's, it's not as expensive as to build it. It costs the same to go to the racetrack. But, you know, as a racer, I'd rather go and race against 30 cars and finish fifth than go race against 10 cars and win the race. It's just, it's just a different feel of accomplishment. And I think that's what it is with the sportsmen because everywhere you go, minimum 15. 25 cars everywhere you go and, and it is fun you're neck to neck they got the crate motors we have a shock rule down here you get a weight break for you got to run the lockers or the spool so there's so much that everybody's competitive so it almost comes back like days of thunder when you know stock car's a stock car and it comes to the driver and it does i really believe that that you know like brooke store i mean she, she's she's dominant in the sportsman and that's what she's been running and she's very smooth you watch her in-car cameras you can't be like a super you can't be radical you can't bobble you got to be very you know finesse it and it's it's exciting. I mean, as a sportsman, I mean, I kind of like, I didn't want to do it, kind of like a street stock, but then after you get into it and you race it a little bit, it's actually fun. It's very competitive. 
and I like the car count. Absolutely. And I've also, you know, I, I've had the chance to uh, to change an APC right side or an ABC right side of the body, and I've also done a flat side on an Outlaw Super. It's a hell of a lot easier to make a flat panel than it is to, to make a uh, uh, two, <laughs> you know, the fenders and the door all match up, right, to, oh, to fix down. it. Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, if I would knock the body off a of sportsman, have a bad night, and you're 1500 bucks, the whole mm-hmm. body, you know, everything, okay. You know, fiberglass nose, or not fiberglass, but plastic nose from Dominator, aluminum side. You know, the Super, you crash just just the right side panels. You know, the skin kit's 1200 bucks. So exactly. That, it definitely makes it more enjoyable to where, like, you don't lose your mind. Like, if somebody hits you and rub you, it's like, okay, it's no big deal. You know, in a Super, somebody hits you, I mean, you're ready to get out and fight because it's like, you know that's 500 bucks. You know, <laughs> yeah. so in my mind, that's definitely a little bit better. I can give and take in the Sportsman. It doesn't bother me as bad when somebody wants to drive like an idiot in the Super. You, you kind of lose your mind real quick when somebody acts like an idiot. We're with Jeff Schofield tonight. He won at New Smyrna Speedway just last night in the Super Late Models. Uh, first winner of 2021 at New Smyrna Speedway. And, uh, Jeff, you mentioned it off the top there. You're getting ready to head to showtime. Going to be a big show down there. Ten grand to win. Uh, you you got to be all set and ready to go for that baby now. Yes, sir. Yeah, we're going to take both cars over there. We've got the Fury. We've got the Gart car. We're going to shake them both down and see which one you know, gets around the track better. You know, Robert's putting on a good show for us over at Showtime. It's, it's uh, been pretty successful. Hopefully, we get the cars over there. The Supers have been very limited in Florida. You know, We had to, we ran a bigly race a couple weeks back, a month ago, I guess it was. Um, and I think we ended up with 30 cars, Supers. That's the most I've seen in Florida since the Governor's Cup in 2016, I think. Mm. So, hopefully, these promoters can start doing a little promoting. You know, because there's a driver... Any driver, it's it's not about the money. It's not about anything. It's about the I want you. I need you. You know, make us feel like you want us to come and race. You know, that that's the racing's fun. You know, we do it for the fans and we do it for ourselves. And when the promoters reach out and want you to come race, I think that's what it's at. And hopefully, the promoters are starting to learn that. Pick the phone up, call the drivers. Hey, you know, we'd love to have you come race here. That to me goes further than anything in racing these days. Well said, and you are absolutely correct. Uh, uh, dynamite stuff. Now, uh, you get showtime in, then what? Uh, what's your schedule looking like for 2021? And I guess World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing uh, is, uh, you know, sort of right in there behind everything, ready to go. Yes, sir. Yeah, we've got um, they got the three races at 10, you know, 10K to win at showtime. That's relatively 45 minutes from the house, so we definitely got to attend those. I'm going to – speed weeks is kind of questionable. You know, that, that kind of – it's really hard for the guys with work and all that stuff during the week time. So, not saying we will or won't, but we may go hit a few of them right there. I think it's the Orange Blossom, I think it's the first one. So, we may go jump over there and, and just leave the holler there and maybe try to go back one or two nights just to have some fun. Um, as far as the schedule goes for the year, we kind of explored at the moment. I got my son building a sportsman, so we're going to have him racing this year. We're helping Keith Lilly. He's with us now. So we've been kind of running the sportsmen. So we're going to do that, and I'm going to try to run the super once, twice a month. Just uh, no, not getting involved in no points, not getting involved in any series of any sort. Just going to go kind of have fun and try to enjoy this year a little bit as we come back and uh, break an ice to the super racing again. Yeah, get out there and get those checkered flags. I know that's what you're all about, man. And uh, I'll tell you what, fans get their money's worth when that 07 car shows up. <laughs> Sponsorship on that machine, well decaled up. Who you got helping you out on that machine this year? We got Lily's Air Conditioning and Heating. They uh they're, they're phenomenal. Jumped on board this year. They're helping us. We've got James Carter Attorney Services. He's always been with me for several years. I've got my old man with Chichi Lawn Equipment and my business Earthscape. So, you know, we just uh, everybody's more than welcome to come out. We just have fun. I mean, you know, they all help us out a little bit here and there. But like you said, when they roll to the track, 
regardless, it's going to be excitement. We're, we're, I'm going to try to control the temper a little bit better this time, going back in the super <laughs> so we can uh, we can have a little more fun one way or the other. But, you know, we're going to make it exciting regardless, that's for sure. Well, I, I, all we can say is thanks so much for the time tonight on Race Time. Congratulations on the Red Eye 50 win. Uh, at Dynamite stuff. Uh, I know we can't wait to uh, maybe watch you at Showtime. They usually have uh, some coverage, and we may be able to take that show in. That would be kind of cool. Yes, sir. Absolutely. We'll, uh, we'll we'll put a show on if we can for sure. Jeff, thanks so much for the time. Really do appreciate it. Go out there, and uh, we'll catch up with you again real soon. All right, guys. Y'all have a good weekend. Have you, a good week coming up. You betcha. That's Jeff Schofield, a winner at New Smyrna Speedway. Dynamite run for him. Uh, look at, I, I think I seen Ryan Moore in that top five too. The 74 car, another one, big heavy hitter. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely cool to see a guy that's been out of the super for a while, uh, jump back in it. I, I think back to, you know, some of the races that I've seen the guy in and, and, uh, you know, Jeff is just a guy that, that, you know, you, you used to see at speed weeks all the time. Yeah. Uh, used to roll in through the back gate and, and spank the field and load up and go home. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, it's definitely cool to see, uh, he's, he's obviously got some great equipment, Gus Dean car sure. uh, you know ran right up front uh, towards the end of the year there and and uh, you know lots of lots of really cool stuff coming down the pipe uh, obviously you know interesting we've had we've talked about those outlaw sportsman cars yeah, quite a few have. times uh, interesting perspective from a guy um, you know and and you know he, he touched on some really hot button points um, about those cars uh, and and really uh, an interesting point of view a, a race car is a race car and you know there is the ability to uh, to knock the cost out of these things, and when you do that, guys come back to the sport, and uh, that's that's kind of the neat part. You gotta love it. We're gonna hit our first break. When we come back, we're getting back to the hotline. Mister Brad May, winner of the other fifty at New Smyrna Speedway, gonna join us live. Stay right there. We will be back. This is Tony Stewart, and you're listening to Race Time Radio. Coast to coast, coast. you're listening to Canada Talks. Tonight's Race Time Radio is fired up by QuickWick Firestarters. Available online at quickwick.com. That's quickwick, Q-W-I-C-K-W-I-C-K.com. Rev TV is Canada's own motorsports network, featuring live races and rallies from around the world and right here at home. Rev TV is your destination for motorsports action 24-7. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families people you might call neighbors will be here there and everywhere doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward you stop by a napa auto parts store you can count on napa know-how winter is on the way cold temperatures mean we light fires to warm up or cook on sometimes even to survive quick quick fire starters are a must in your kit in your sled atv or vehicle Quick Quick just may save your life if you get stranded this winter. Enjoy the winter. We're Canadian. And so is Quick Quick. They're available online. Go to quickquick.com. Quick Quick Fire Starters. They work. 
Alexa, play NASCAR radio on Sirius XM. Sirius XM NASCAR radio from Sirius XM. Start your engine! Gain access to NASCAR's biggest name. Martin Truex Jr. Kyle Busch. Chase Elliott. Hear live coverage of every single race. They're side by side for the win. Woo! It's unfiltered 24-7 NASCAR. Welcome to Victory Lane. We've got breaking news. Let's go to the hotline. This is Sirius XM NASCAR radio channel 90. Listen on the app or at home on devices equipped with Amazon Alexa. Learn more at SiriusXM.com slash NASCAR. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. If you're a Springsteen fan, you just found the promised land. Hear rare interviews and performances. Live concerts. Is there anybody alive? DJs. This is Rob Lowe. Hey, baby, it's little Steven here. And more exclusives when listening to Bruce Springsteen's channel. Welcome, Bruce Springsteen, to E Street Radio, your home Great. away from home. Great to be here. E Street Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 20. Race time radio to go. Streaming live or on demand. And we are back with you live tonight on Race Time Radio. Thanks so much for tuning in live on Sirius XM Channel 167 right across Canada and the U.S. Welcome to absolutely everyone. And back to the hotline we go. And New Smyrna Speedway just last night got the 2021 season kicked off. It was the Red Eye 50-50. We heard from the Super 50 late model winner. And now, how about a crafty veteran driver, the number nine, that won the pro late model 50 end of it? And he is Brad May. He was He's with us now on the hotline. Easy for me to say. Brad, how you doing, buddy? I'm really great. How are you doing? Fantastic. Man, sounds like it was a uh, dynamite race if you were driver of the number nine last night at New Smyrna. How did the race go for you? Very well. It was a, a really great night. Um, the car... Uh, all weekend was fairly decent we were on old tires we never put tires on in practice so we never had the speed that a lot of the other guys had but luckily you know we've got the experience there to kind of know what the track does at night and know what our car does there on a regular basis so we had confidence that we'd put some tires on and be able to pick up you know pick up the difference it's hard to tell because there was definitely some really fast cars if we were going to be able to pick up as much as they did but it went better than i expected and and the car was a little better than we even thought it would be and it was everything I needed in a race car. It was able to pass good and get out in the lead and just take it easy and take care of it. you got to love it when the plan comes together. Brad, you run at New Smyrna Speedway tons. You have for uh, quite a while. Uh, what's the difference at New Smyrna take, uh, you know, a race like in January, just like you guys ran there last night, uh, versus a race that happens in, like, July? Does the track change a bunch? The heat definitely does make a difference. During the summer, the track slows down some and uh, gets real greasy and slick. Usually the, the January race for us, it's, usually it's a cold race, at least for Florida standards. Um, and it's really, really fast and has a ton of grip. But it was 85 degrees on Saturday, a sunny for, you know, Friday and Saturday, two sunny days. It was uh, not the normal red eye, I would say. It was a little more normal to kind of more mid-year what we're used to. So... The track did get a little slicker than what we normally are. I think that benefited us a little bit because a lot of people tested a couple days prior and it was a little bit cooler. And I don't know that they knew what to expect when it, it, when it was that hot and the track kind of got to the regular hot, slick track that we're used to during the year. 
Now you got to love Florida, right? You never know. I've been down there uh, speed weeks uh, many, many times. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm with you guys. Uh, one day we're sitting there in short sleeves, and uh, the next night, like, it's down to 32 degrees. And I'm going, wow, I thought I went to Florida. And, uh, the, you know, the next day turns around back up to 75. Uh, you never know what you're going to get. Uh, but you you know one thing for sure. You're going to get a great race when you go to New Smyrna Speedway. And sounds like, it, for all accounts, this weekend worked out really good. How about qualifying? Where did you qualify that nine? Uh, we ended up second. We um, we were a little bit, I think, half a tenth off of uh, a number three car that had come down. I, I'm not even sure his name. He, he really ran good all weekend. Uh, I think a newer driver uh, running for uh, Donnie Wilson Motorsports. Um, really pulled off a good lap and was able to out-qualify us. So um, he started beside us in the race, and I was able to wiggle through and kind of get out in the lead before he had a chance to, to get up into second. So um, kind of getting through traffic a little quicker, I think, helped us out and kind of gave us a little comfortable cushion to, to kind of ride for a little while. Then you got Skinner in that five car. He's always a pest when he's on that racetrack. Mike has been there, done that. What's it like racing against that guy? Uh, it looks like you guys have a lot of fun, but, uh, you know, Mike is uh, balls to the wall all the time. He's giving her. He, um, he's an amazing race car driver himself. The whole team that they've got, they test a lot. They are extremely smart. They, they have good equipment, and they put out good race cars out of their shop. So every time one of their cars are on the track, you know it's a car that's capable of winning, and uh, Mike gets the job done, and he is a, a – strong racer and he's willing to you know fight for a win when it comes down to to doing it and I, I try to feel like I'm the same way and you know a lot of times we battle really good and you know they win some we win some I think we both have a good respect for each other yeah and that's what you gotta have right especially when you're racing against guys on a uh, on a fairly consistent basis and I know uh, you'd be running at the front so would Mike and uh, yeah. there's so many good race cars that show up at New Smyrna uh, for the red eye for uh, you know, heading into the World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing, a staple in all of short track racing. Uh, what's the plan for you? Now, I know at New Smyrna we got uh, an Enduro coming up, and then things are going to go dark until the World Series comes up in February. How about you? What's uh, what's the plan coming down the line for the nine? Uh, we're, we're about a month away from Speed Week, so all our focus will be on the super late models for the week for that. We put the pro aside and just focus on the supers. We're kind of a smaller team, and it's a hard, hard week to survive the, the super late models for the week. So all our money and resources will go into, you know, that week. That's the whole focus. And um, just be prepared if something happens to rebuild it and fix it or if we have a backup car if, if we need it to try to pull it out. Hopefully we won't. But you never know on a, on a week like that, you know, crazy things are bound to happen. So you just have to be prepared for it. What's the meaning of Speed Week for for you local guys? Like I I I, look, I think of you know a, an event that's local to us, you know that we get to see on a daily basis, right, or or on an annual basis, um, you know that's that's close to you know uh, Ontario, Canada, right? And I, I think of uh, I think of the big events that are around here, and I'm gonna throw out like Autumn Colors, for instance, right? Autumn Colors is a big event that happens every year, and everybody gets excited for it. Is it like? It, 
it's unfathomable to live close to New Smyrna for a guy like me, <laughs> right? right? And and you think of the Speed Week allure, right? And oh, yeah. and you think of all of the excitement that goes into it. It's gotta it's gotta feel pretty damn cool to be a local guy showing up to Speed Week when when it rolls in. Obviously, you're always strong Definitely. there. You always win. Uh, you, not you always win, but you 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 always are in the the you know the circulation to get a win. Yeah, we- but you gotta be excited that it, it's coming up every single year. You know, every year we, when I was, you know, 20 years ago, I had run as a limited late model. We had won a couple of the Speed Weeks championships, and I ran through kind of not being able to really afford to run the whole week, always wanting to, or maybe run the big race when I could. Um, and then I, you know, for a handful of years, we didn't run, and then I started racing again for Bobby Sears in 2015. And he was always, if we could make it, he wanted to be there, and I mean, I always wanted to be there, so we tried to find a way to make it happen, and we've you know, consistently the last handful of years have been out there running for the championship during speed weeks. And, you know, the last two years we finished second in points both years. And it, it's, um, it's our chance as a local team to be able to race against all these great, amazing drivers all over the country, come down, get in one spot. You're there all week. Everybody's learning a little bit each night. You know, the track definitely is different than what we're used to. So we're, we're making changes also kind of, trying to stay up with what it's doing it, it's a nice time to get on an even playing field and and race the best in the country and see how things come out you know you don't always get a chance to get that many good cars on the track in one night much less i think seven nights of racing in a row so um it means a ton to us it, it's a, definitely a big uh, a big event we look forward to every year well, with Brad May tonight, driver the number nine, coming off the victory uh, just last night, uh, picking up a red-eye 50 win at New Smyrna Speedway. Uh, Brad, sponsorship on your race car. Uh, do you get the same sponsors all the way through the year? Or, uh, you know, Speed Weeks comes up. Do you uh, try and, you know, hone in for that week? Uh, there's so much effort, and it costs so much money to uh, compete on the nine nights of racing. Uh, what's it like from a sponsorship side, and how are you deckled up this year? Uh, we have a, a great pair of brothers that own a drywall company, and they help out throughout the whole year, and they help out on the cars also. And um, that's R.K. Edwards is, is the drywall company. And Bobby Sears that I race for, he's uh, 75 years old and, and still works 40, 50 hours a week. His, uh, when he goes to work every day, that's what he calls his racing money. So between that and I, I try to pitch in everything I can it's a group effort and um, we definitely need more help and more money than what we have to do it but we find a way to budget it and make it happen and um, thankful for what we have and what we're able to do with what we have so it's like I say it's, it's a good group effort and I think we're ready for speed weeks you gotta love it when the plan comes together now uh, if you got a listener out there that you know is maybe thinking geez I'd like to get on one of those cars at Speed Weeks, I want to get on somebody good. Uh, you know what? Brad May would be a great guy to jump Absolutely. on. Is it possible, and how would someone get a hold of you if they wanted to do that? Um, I mean, they, they could call me anytime, um, contact New Smyrna Speedway, and they could uh, get them in touch with me. Um, I could or contact you guys if you got my phone number. Sure. Any uh, way to reach out, we definitely could use some help for Speed Weeks. We're... Um, looking to try to pull off a, a championship this year. Like I say, it's two years in a row finishing second. It's really, it's tough to finish second at Speed Weeks. You look back at every single thing through the week that you could have done that little bit different. 
two years ago, we blew a motor on the next to the last night. We were way out in the leading point, blew a motor on the warm-up lap, didn't even get to start the race. So we, we wiped a whole night of points out and still finished second. So little things just, you know, you pick apart everything every year and you try to learn from that and hopefully you become a little better the following year and those couple points might make a difference and, you know, maybe we can pull off a win in it. Uh, that's what champions are made of. And I love watching you on that racetrack. Every time I get an opportunity to get down there uh, for speed weeks, I know, Brad, you're one of those guys that I always uh, key in on. Uh, dynamite to watch on the racetrack. Uh, tell us about your super program. Uh, you know, we hear Fury cars and Gark and uh, all the different manufacturers that are out there. What is the number nine car uh, from a from a manufacturer's side? It has a it's a Fury race car. We've had it almost three years now. It's been amazing. It, it's been um, a great driving race car. We've taken care of it real well. Hadn't torn it up and. Uh, it's still an extremely fast, uh, progressive race engine in it, a Ford engine in it, and um, it's been a package we've run pretty much since we've got the Fury car three years ago, and just consistent, good driving race car. I will say this, you know, last year uh, we were sitting there, and it's it's a normal thing for, you know, a couple buddies of mine and I to throw around some money and say, who's going to win this race? You know, uh, let's put 25 or 50 bucks on it and, and, and let it ride. And uh, last year I picked you twice, and, and uh, you, you won one of them, and then you were the highest finishing guy the other one. Right. And uh, <laughs> so last year I made like 100 bucks on Brad May. So nice. you're, I mean, you, you and I are really good friends. You just don't know it yet that's good I, I appreciate that i love hearing that we should start uh, working a deal you let me know when you're doing it. i'll try a little bit harder for you insider trading <laughs> that's right yeah oh by the way joe i need some right side tires <laughs> yeah, if yeah, you yeah, really yeah, want yeah, to yeah, win yeah, that might that might make the difference yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, absolutely well you need four if it's new smyrna you yeah. can't just do rights oh, yeah. you got to do four yeah oh yeah yeah we got to step it up i got to find some rich friends though that's right that's funny awesome stuff man nothing like starting a season out uh with a victory uh brad congratulations on the win and uh i know that is just one of many that's going to take place this year uh look forward to uh watching you uh at new smyrna speedway world series of asphalt stock car racing you'll be in the super are you going to bring the late model out too or uh, like you say i guess you're just going to concentrate on the super and go after the championship yeah, probably focus on the Super. There's a chance we might roll the one out for the, the big uh, Friday night for a late model race. But really, you know, it's all focusing on the Super, at least the first half, and see where we're at in points. And, you know, if, if we're battling and all that, we have to just completely put all our efforts into trying to make sure everything's perfect on that car. Is the Super going to look the same as the late model? You got them both identical looking, or have you changed it up? I think Brad May's car that he drives down the street is white with a black <laughs> front end. I think I, like there, every you know, Brad May car looks the same. We have probably, I would say, one of the most boring race cars out there. You I, and Derek I, Griffith. You, uh, you and Derek Griffith both. And, and you know, I love it. I love both of them. You, you have to put your focus on making them run good and being able to get to the track and you could spend a lot of money on the lettering and the design and all the, the extra time doing it but if i've got an extra hour i'm trying to make it go faster or make it last longer so we don't put a lot of time and effort in into how it looks and i would love a nicer looking race car but 
sitting in Winter Circle, it's the best looking race car out there. So that's that's right. Absolutely. 100%. And there's nothing wrong hey. with the way that white number nine looks. And I tell you what, it's lighter that way too, right? That's right. It's lighter that I'm way. I'm proud to be in a plain white number nine. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Brad, this has been great catching up with you. Sure appreciate the time on race time. And, uh, hey, good luck the rest of the way. I know we'll get you back on the show. We got your number now. You've had it. We're going to get you on all, all right. the time. Thank you so much, and hope uh, get to see you guys down there speed week. You want to believe it. That is Brad May. Uh, Victory Lane is where he started 2021 at New Smyrna Speedway. Good spot to start, Junior. You know, I think back to Speed Week, the first time I ever remember seeing Brad May, and, and this probably is not, you know, his first race or anything crazy like that, but the I remember back to, I'm going to say it was eight, seven, seven, eight years ago, something like that, and he actually drove for David Rogers, right? Yes. So he drove the number 11. Um, it looked exactly like David Rogers' car um, for Speed Weeks, and he was in the Pro Late models, and, and then, of course, David Rogers was in the Super. Um, the TM Ranch car, um, you know, iconic-looking car. Yes. Um, but that was the first time that I ever seen Brad May race, and, you know, he's been on the radar ever since then. He's been a part, not apart he's been in the championship battle at speed week since then and you know he's been just an iconic part uh the past five years of of what speed week is um you know he's one of those names that just jumps off if you're going to talk about who you're going to see this year at or at at the world series of asphalt stock car racing Brad May has to be in that mix. And, you know, it's just because he's he, he's always up front. He's just very consistent. He's not necessarily the guy that always has the speed. You know, there's always, it seems like there's always somebody there that has, you know, blistering speed. You know, that sits at the top of the speed chart, uh, you know, religiously through the week. Whether it be practice, whether it be qualifying. But when it comes down to five laps to go... If there is a yellow flag yep. uh, or if there's a green flag, it doesn't matter whichever way. You're going to see Brad May working his way towards the front. And, it, it, you know, just a, a guy that knows his way around New Smyrna Speedway, knows his way around every super late model, you know, that that's out there. And uh, it's really cool. I think that's the first time we've ever had him on the program. It is. It and, is. Uh, you know, he's definitely, uh, uh, you know, a staple. And, and I look forward to seeing what he can do this year. And, and uh, congrats on the win. Yeah, and we got to thank Ryan uh, from New Smyrna Speedway, Ryan Ryan Stevens, uh, for hooking us up. Uh, That's how I got uh, those guys uh, in short order, right? They win a race last night. We got them today, and uh, we just want to thank everybody in New Smyrna. Get ready for the World Series. And I know as we get closer, we're going to have Ryan on the show. We're going to preview a bunch. Uh, the, The list, the entry list is building as we speak. Uh, check in at New Smyrna Speedway. Have a look. Uh, you won't believe your eyes. And uh, it, you'll have to check back lots because that list continues to build as we get closer to the World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing. It's going to be another super one this year. Uh, you don't want to miss it. We're going to step out, take another quick break. On the other side, we are going to tell you about some huge, huge news here in Ontario. It's coming up on the other side of the break, and so is Todd Lewis, Rev Culture on Rev TV. All of it still to come. Stay with us. Hey, race fans. Donald Chisholm from Riverside Speedway in Nova Scotia, and you're listening to Race Time Radio. Oh, race. 
Time Radio is fueled by BP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Dawson Dental Centers, get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. Is it your job to light the fire, the campfire, or maybe you're like me and you heat your home with wood? You need to use a quick wit. These fire starters work, no paper or kindling, and presto, your fire is going every time. No toxic fumes, just warm, enjoyable flames. You can get them online. Go to quickwick.com. Quickwick, they work. From two wheels to four, and so much more. Rev TV also features exclusive live race series, up to date news coverage, documentaries, how to programs, and so much more. Rev TV offers you the best seat in the house to feel the rush. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. Men, 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 morning men. Hi, I'm Evan Cohen, and I'm Mike Babchek. We were given 30 seconds to describe our show, Morning Men, on Mad Dog Sports Radio, so I'll ask you some questions, and you give me the answers. What do we do for fun? You go to the diner with your family. Me? I drink and forget I have a family. Biggest crush? You? Tom Brady. Me? Anyone in yoga pants. What do we want to do more of? You? Talk about what happened the night before in the world of sports. Me? I would like to do more of my wife. (laughs) I think we just ran out of time. Morning Men, 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern, Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM 82, and the Sirius XM app. Time Radio. Only on Sirius XM 167. We get you closer. If you're looking for miles per gallon, you're definitely at the wrong place. Maybe a few channels up or a few channels down, you'll find it. But this is Race Time Radio. I think I like it too. with you live tonight on Race Time Radio. How about that? Joey Vinegar. You Google that. Joey Vinegar. Uh, have a look. Uh, that's Joey Vinegar's new tune that he just came out with. Have a look. And uh, uh, you'll really enjoy it. He's got some good tunes. Anyway, how about this? Breaking news tonight. And this is big time breaking news. Anybody at Sobel Speedway, anybody that's ever visited there, uh, you know that I've got some history with Sobel Speedway. Um, but what I'm about to tell you is truly uh, is hot off the press, and this is huge stuff. Sobel Speedway is excited to announce a new ownership member at Sobel Speedway. Sobel Speedway has been a force in Ontario racing since 1969, making it 52 years this coming summer. Uh, Paul and Leah Grizel, the current owners of Sobel Speedway for the past four years, have uh, continued to improve that facility and build on that speedway uh, and make it the area's number one family entertainment facility Facility, and uh, widely regarded as one of Canada's top quarter-mile speedways paved. Um, how about this? 
Uh, over the offseason, Paul was not, and I repeat, Paul was not uh, needing or looking for any type of partner at Sable Speedway until, until uh, a guy contacted and said, listen, I, I, I really want to uh, speak to Paul about um, potentially buying into the Speedway. And uh, lo and behold, the deal was done today. And uh, Jeff Cassidy from Air Ontario is now a 50-50 partner with Paul Grizzell at Sobel Speedway. And we want to welcome Jeff Cassidy uh, to Sobel Speedway. Uh, this is huge news. I got to tell you, um, didn't see this one coming. Um, uh, but all, uh, with any good partnership, you got to know that people have different expertise. And Jeff Cassidy not only loves the sport, uh, of course, he was in the All-Star days. Paul and Jeff used to compete against one another. Uh, Jeff was the number 75 All-Star car. Uh, and you know what? He's got a love for the sport. He's always had a love for Sopple Speedway. And uh, how about this? Now he's going to be a 50-50 owner of Sopple Speedway. Uh, and it's truly great news for absolutely everyone. Uh, really, really puts a strong foundation under Sobel Speedway. It always had one uh, with Paul Grizzell. Uh, but you know what? Uh, in speaking with Paul and Jeff, uh, the expertise that these two guys are going to be able to put together uh, is truly going to be unmatched. Uh, it's great news for everybody. We're going to have more about this next week here on the program. Jeff Cassidy is going to join us live. We'll also try and get Paul to join us live as well. Uh, maybe we can get him right in the studio here. And uh, we'll get you all the details uh, and some of the focus. I know these guys have been talking. They put the deal together, and they've got some plans. We're going to find out what those plans all are. Uh, we'll uh, introduce you. If you don't know Jeff Cassidy, we'll definitely introduce you next week formally to Jeff Cassidy. And um, it's truly great news. I am fortunate enough to be the general manager at Sobel Speedway. And I'm going to be continuing on as the general manager of that fine facility. And uh, it's just, I, I can't tell you how excited I am for the fans of Sobel Speedway, for the race competitors, for absolutely everyone, the employees, everybody that's involved at that speedway. Uh, Jeff is going to, be able to bring some more expertise to the table, along with uh, a great owner and Paul Grizzell. Uh, it's um, to say I'm excited is an understatement, to say the least, Junior. Yeah, definitely. And you know, when you look at at uh, you know race tracks and you look at at short track events across uh, across the world, really, you know, you look at whether it be dirt, whether it be asphalt, wherever it may be. Um, you know, it, it's super exciting for a place like Sobel Speedway to have two guys that understand the sport in and out, right? They have raced for a long period of time. They've been a part of racing. Uh, they, they've been to, they've been there. They've done that mm -hmm. when it comes time for short track racing from the top level down, right? You know, I think back to Jeff Cassidy. Uh, he, he, he built his way through to the All-Star Series, um, you know, and then as well worked his way back 
you know, you, you, we've seen him in the super stock division. We've seen him in the late model division, whether it be at full throttle, whether it be at Flamborough, Sobble, you know, across yeah. the board. Um, Paul Grizel, a guy that, uh, you know, and, and he's been the owner, but but a guy that has, you know, raced from super stock or the pure stock division at Sobble Speedway right through to the All-Star Series. And then as well, being, you know, a part owner and Andrew Grizel's team, his super late model team, is is you know, APC team. Uh, these guys have been there, done that. And then the combination of, of yourself as well with the previous ownership experience, um, it, it, it limits the risk. It allows these guys to try stuff. You know, it allows yeah. it, it limits the exposure that one guy has to go to the hip for. And we, we all see, yep. we all see, uh, you know, and we all have those ideas that we want uh, the racetrack to do this, or, or they should put on a big paying event, or they should have a concert there. And, and, you know, we all have these big grand ideas that, that, you know, you want to do. The harsh reality is when you try to put on an event, you have a 50-50 shot at losing your shirt sure on you the event. And, and when mean, you but... have when you have two guys, you know, that two successful businessmen, they have the ability to to shoulder a, a and try stuff. You know, they have the ability to um, you know to to throw stuff at the wall and and see if it sticks. Um, they have the ability to do those types of things, and that's why I I see it being such a huge thing for short track racing. Is I and and really I think that these guys are going to try some stuff that that is really exciting, um, just because they can. And and I think that with their past experience being in the sport, turning wrenches and and turning laps, um, they've got a pretty good picture of what the racer wants to see. And and when you combine that with the business aspect. Um, you know, I, I think that they're going to both come out very, very good on the other side of this. And if they win, every racer and every race fan wins. That's and that's right. the exciting part. And that is uh, the value. Uh, their mission statement says it all. Uh, they want to be the best short track and they want the experience and the value uh, of providing a safe and fair competition for all um, it, it says volumes. It's going to be dynamite. We will have more about this next Sunday night right here on Race Time Radio as Jeff Cassidy and Paul Grizel, hopefully both of them, will join us live and we'll get you some of the details. But let's get back to the hotline, shall we, Junior? And let's welcome in the host of Rev Culture on Rev TV Canada. The show debuted December the 28th. I got to say, I've watched both of the, the two that are up there. Dynamite. Great show. And we have the host, Todd Lewis, with us right now on the hotline. What's going on there, Todd? How are you doing? Hey, Joe. Great to be with you guys again. Appreciate the, the nice words about the first two shows. They were, they were a lot of work, but they were a lot of fun to, to put together. And the next two episodes we're equally as excited about. The next one's going to debut on, on Monday, the, the 4th, and then our 4th year in review episode will debut on january the 11th and we're, we're looking forward to it it's uh the, the response has been great appreciate all the nice things that you've uh, you said and uh, and the notes that you you sent along i really appreciate that and i have to thank uh mike arrow and rick Pereira for all their hard work too because they've just done so much work as we've been talking about the show for a long time before it finally got all the pieces came together and we got the got the got to put together to be able to do it the way we want and we're really excited about it going forward well you got to be mighty proud todd i know uh when you do something you do a production uh i know how much work there is involved in 
you know, putting it out there and, you know, you hope that it's received well. And I can tell you from where I sat on my couch watching Rev Culture, uh, you do a dynamite job with it. I knew you would, but I really couldn't wait to see how everything was pulled together. The show is fast paced. It's very informative and very diversified. And that's what I was kind of looking for in a show. Man, you hit all of the boxes. You checked them all, my friend. Well, I, I appreciate that, and that's that was one of the objectives: is not just to focus on one particular area, whether it's it's a, 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 an elite level like Formula One, or simply be all about dirt, or all about Indy cars, or NASCAR, or or stock cars, or local tracks. We wanted to cover as much ground as we possibly can in in our shows going forward. This is how we. We started figuring this is the best way to introduce it to everyone, having a, a wide variety of topics, a wide variety of guests, whether it's, it's people that are, are racers, and we've got more racers coming up on the other shows, or whether it's media members such as yourself and Norris McDonald and, and I, who had a rather uh, heated at times discussion, shall we say, in terms of looking at the big <laughs> stories from from 2020 but it was it, it's great to have that kind of discussion that kind of passion that kind of opinion and it's it, it was all all came from the right place and it's about making things better and talking about topics that are that are easy to talk about and sometimes difficult to talk about too but that was that was one of the things that we wanted to do we have some the great guests that we were able to procure for these episodes Raphael Lassard is going to come up he'll see that interview on our next show debuting on January the 4th Boy, was it, it really nice to, to hear from him, to have him talk about his season and the challenges that he had in being a rookie in the NASCAR Truck Series and having to find his way through with a brand-new team that didn't know him and didn't know how he liked the truck and, and not having any practice to, to before the race as well. It was, there were some real challenges, but as the season went on, boy, did his performance improve. So we talk about that. Jeff Kingsley had an amazing season in the Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge in the U.S. He won 11 of 16 races. Pretty good for a Canadian guy to go down and kick everybody's butt in 11 of 16 races in, in the United States. He has, uh, he has a great interview that's coming up as well. So it's, it, 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 we had a lot of fun talking to some, some great guests. Todd, we're just about at the top of the hour. i got to throw it back to Toronto. But the name of the show, Rev Culture, it is on Rev TV Canada. What is the, uh, the, the day and the time? Is it set in stone now that fans can uh, tune in at a specific day and time uh, to catch the new episode each and every week? Our next episode's debut on January 4th and January 11th, 9 o'clock Eastern for both. And we expect to be, we haven't finalized our, our resumption of the season. We're kind of waiting to make sure that all of the events go off as scheduled, but we're planning on hoping on being back later in January and really going every week at that time throughout the season. Todd, we're going to get you back on lots. I can guarantee it. People got to know about this, and I know we want to pick you, uh, pick your brain and find out who we got coming up the next week. You sound good? Anytime, guys. It'll be a good one Monday. And then Tony Stewart is on the week afterwards. It's a sensational interview. I can't wait. Todd Lewis, thanks so much for the time, my man. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Happy New Year. You bet. Rev Culture. You don't want to miss it. Comes up on Rev TV Canada. Uh, Dynamite show. Watch a couple episodes. 
You don't want to miss it. Always something in there, diversified, you name it. We're going to throw it back to Toronto, get you up to date on some news and some highlights. And then Hour 2 begins right here tonight, live on Race Time Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 167. We'll be back in just 90 seconds. Stay right there. You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, Channel 167. Time Radio is brought to you by the Quality Inn Halifax Airport, the official stay of the Race Time Radio broadcast crew. Also by APX Racewear, the motorsports leader in custom crew apparel and fire suits. Also by the Wooden Door Bistro. Broadcasting live from the track. We're here to get trophies. Never give up, baby. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio Channel 90 is your home for all things NASCAR. The yellow lights come on. Oh. Everything's happening so fast. Every race. Hard contact into the safer barrier. Exclusive interviews. This is more than just a job. We don't get caught up in being famous. The only broadcasting outlet in the world. Delivering NASCAR 24-7, 365. Thank you, you are the man. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. Channel 90. With the two Joes here on Race Time Radio on Sirius XM 167, where Canada talks. And just like that, our number two begins. And we're so glad you could tune in tonight. Maybe you're tuned in on the Performance Motorsport Network.com. Hello to absolutely all of you. Uh, airing Race Time Radio two or three times throughout the course of the week. Uh, 98.9 XFM, Andy Ganesh. Uh, hello to everyone out there. Uh, Gearhead Country Radio, of course, here on Sirius XM, Channel 167, live every Sunday night uh, from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern, right here all season long. Uh, and we just want to thank absolutely all of you for tuning in. And um, we look forward to a great season uh, all the way through 2021. Uh, big news, if you happen to have missed it, uh, Sobel Speedway has got another partner in there. Uh, Paul Grizel, owner of Salvo Speedway, wasn't looking for any partner or anything like that. Ready to go into 2021. Uh, Jeff Cassidy from Air Ontario. Uh, Jeff has always loved Salvo Speedway. Uh, been an all-star competitor back in the day. And um, guess what? He's a 50-50 partner now. Just hot off the press today. Uh, we are going to have Jeff Cassidy join us next week here on the program. And we got lots to talk about. Uh, coming up in hour two here, uh, we're going to have Stu Friesen here shortly, Junior. There's a guy that has got probably another boatload of information that we're going to get out of Stewie here tonight. Yeah, for sure. And uh, definitely looking forward to uh, to hearing what, uh, you know, what is on the horizon for, for Stuart Friesen in, in 2021, kind of at the beginning. Obviously, we, we know that the truck series is part of it, uh, but uh, see what races we can kind of expect him at uh, at the beginning of 2021, at least uh, on the dirt side, and uh, as well to, uh, to see what he's got uh, put together uh, for the truck series, what, what kind of changes the fans can expect to see, and and uh, uh, we'll gauge his excitement level and all that great stuff uh, on the other side. Tell me, he and Trip Bruce don't make an excellent combination. They do for sure. Those guys 100%. and that team, the Homer team, those guys knock it out of the park. They have been for a couple of years, 
and I can't wait to see what they unload uh, for 2021. Yeah. It's going to be off the hook. Definitely. And they did uh, a really cool program uh, with the their food drive that they did. And we'll uh, we'll talk a little bit about that as well. Uh, they did some some food bank uh, drive that they did uh, with their team and, and uh, a big charitable effort as well. Albert Francis also coming up uh, in our number two tonight. Talk yep. about Barstool Sports and a program that uh, Albert Francis has put together with his super late model. More about that in just a bit, but let's get back to the hotline, shall we? And let's welcome in the driver of that number 52 for Hallmark in a Toyota. And it's uh, back to the Camping World Truck Series now. Stu Friesen joins us on the hotline. What's going on, Stewie? How are you doing? Good, guys. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you, too. Uh, how did the holidays go? Let's start there. Did you have, have a blast or what? Yeah, it's been uh, it's been good. You know, a little quiet this year, obviously, uh, with, the, with the border closing and stuff. So... Um, you know, missed out going home and seeing some of my cousins and, and family. So that was that was a bummer. But um, you know, it is what it is. We're making the best of it, and I'm um, looking forward to get back racing here pretty soon. Oh yeah, I can well imagine, Stu. You are one busy guy. As soon as the race season starts, and I know it's already started for you, uh, it never really stops. Um, that, uh, first of all, let's talk about the truck. How are things looking for the 52? Um, and uh, looking at 2021, how are things coming? Good. Um, you know, we've been getting some work done in the shop. Um, the guys down at HFR in Statesville, have, you know, they're, they're putting a new dirt truck together, um, putting another, uh, road course truck together, which has been pretty cool. Um, you know, and then just, you know, getting our, our speedway truck buffed up for Daytona, um, you know, we we ended the, the 2020 season with with some momentum, a couple sixth place finishes, and and uh, you know we started to started to turn the turn the ship around. You know, we struggled for the uh, a lot of the summer, but um, you know we added Jonathan Leonard as a uh, as our race engineer um, about the beginning of September, and kind of um, you know really really helped us get back on track. So um, his his, uh, his presence in the shop has been great. You know, all the guys are are getting along well together, and um, you know we've just been been uh, you know just trying to keep building the deal and. And, uh, and go from there. You guys don't get enough credit for what you pulled off in 2020, Stu. Uh, honestly, Trip and all of you guys, um, amazing. Amazing to say the least. Uh, to change manufacturers, to go out and do what you guys have done, uh, is simply been amazing. And, you know, when we take a look at that, uh, let's call it the second half of the season, you guys really turned the wick up uh, and really got things going. You just about won yourself a couple of races there. Um, it had to feel good in the truck. And what was the collective opinion at the end, looking back on it? Um, what did you guys think uh, when you stood there and looked back? Oh, we just felt like we, we finally had the momentum going uh, at our platform, right? And um, and that was that was the big key, you know, that the, just from my perspective, just felt good again, you know, and uh it was a lot of work with TRD, you know, just kind of kind of figuring out the platform, figuring out the sim um, software and stuff, and you know, not having practice hurt us quite a bit for the for the first part of the year. But um, it was good. Trip and all the guys did a great job. Trip did an excellent job, you know, putting the team together. Uh, this time last year, we we were just barely getting moved into a building, and um, you know, to to come through the year and all the challenges 2020 had on on top of building a team from scratch um those guys did a great job and, and you know we're, we're looking forward to you know just continuing on that momentum we ended the year with does it feel totally different going from a chevrolet now into a toyota last year uh does it feel totally different driving the two different uh types of uh, vehicles 
No, not really. Um, you know, they're they're pretty close. The the chassis, you know, the um, Ilmore uh, NT1 engine is the same. Um, you know, across the series and, and all three manufacturers and um, TRD and Toyota was was great for us to to go out on our own and really really helped us out. Um, you know, and just getting the getting the ball rolling. So it was, it's been a good relationship with them. Um, a lot of good guys, Andy Graves and Jack Irving and, and Slugger Labby has been really really helpful in, in, in growing the um, growing our team. And uh, you know, we'll just look at look at doing more of that and, and you know keeping uh, keeping that momentum going. And um, but now the, the you know the, the trucks that we ended the year with drove pretty good, and um, you know we'll. Hopefully, keep having uh, having more trucks like that going on the racetrack. Uh, and you gotta love it too. We get this virus uh, out of the way, and how about this CTMP? You guys are back on the schedule. Man, it's gotta feel good to know you're gonna come home at least for one race up here and a track you're familiar with and you're good at. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm optimistic that that you know hopefully the the border gets opened up and we can come back home and race. Um, not only in the truck at CTMP, but, you know, with the modified a couple times too, you know. So um, uh, really, really hoping that happens uh, sooner than later. There's there's a couple more road courses on the schedule in general. So, um, you know, hopefully <laughs> I'm good enough, and when we get up to Mossport, uh, we'll be ready to roll. I, I got to ask you this too. I just popped into my mind. Uh, of course, we missed out in 2020. We were going to see you in a Pindy's car at uh, Oswegan for the big dirt race. Um, is there any plan to put something like that back in place? I know we haven't got the Pindy schedule yet, but mm-hmm. if that comes up, Stu, are we going to see you back over here, do you think? Oh, I, I definitely hope so. Um, you know, that was going to be a, a great deal with the Team 22 guys and, and everybody at Oshwegan, and um, I was really looking forward to it. So uh, definitely a bummer uh, not being able to do that, and, but hopefully, you know, once, once things get back to normal, um, you know, we can uh, we can make that race happen. Let's hope. Fingers crossed, right? Everton cross. That's I right, Everton. Exactly. Yeah, one hundred percent. Stuart, uh, we also got to talk about fenders here. Uh, th- you can get some gear right now. You know, we see on your Facebook page that uh, uh, th- there's a little bit of dirt late model stuff coming down the pipe for Stuart Friesen. Uh, you know, w- w- you're you're kind of a kingpin when you talk about modified racing, but uh, Stuart Friesen in a in a dirt late model has got a pretty good ring to it. Uh, I'm pretty excited about it. Um, no doubt. <laughs> not having much experience really in them, but uh ran one race at Uticarome uh, a bunch of years ago and um, really excited to, to put this whole deal together with, with the guys at Longhorn Chassis um, and, and, you know, working on it out of our truck shop. Um, it just kind of fits right now to uh, to be able to do that and try to hit some extra races. And, you know, the way the, the Florida schedule works out, um, we really don't have anything planned after that you know, set in stone. We're just going to kind of, you know, take it as it comes, but um, we could we could kind of fill in the modified trip to Florida with some late mile stuff in between. So um, just the timing was, was right, and um, I'm, I'm excited. I'm really excited for the opportunity to work with some neat guys and um, we'll go from there and, <laughs> and just yeah. have some fun with it. I tell you what, the schedule last year, you know, of course, with COVID coming through, uh, you know, with limiting the amount of practice and qualifying and all that stuff, you kind of show up to the racetrack, walk down the grid, jump into your truck and go. Uh, that's what you're used to and accustomed to, but uh, adding that, uh, adding a bunch more laps in down in Florida is, is going to even mean that you're going you're gonna to come into the deal sharper, right? I certainly hope so. Um, you know, I think it, it makes me a better racer. Um, the, you know, I mean, competing in a variety of different equipment, um, I think it keeps your reflexes sharp. I, I really enjoyed doing um, a lot of sprint car racing a few years ago, and um, you know, hopefully we can kind of do the same 
um, and, and have similar success. You know, we had we had some good success with the sprint car stuff with with Jess, and um, hopefully uh, we can we can have some of, some of that same success with the, with the late model, and you know, um, be ready to go for for the truck races. And you know, with that schedule of you know no practice on the truck deal, it kind of opens up more dates to be able to run the dirt cars. So we'll try to try to race this as much as I can. Now Kyle Larson set the bar pretty high. You know, he hadn't been in yeah. a dirt late model. <laughs> he hadn't been in a dirt late model at all, and and uh, of course goes over to Port Royal for his first time and uh, goes and and brings home the big check and the big trophy. Stuart Friesen, now you got to do that. The big NASCAR guy coming down and stepping into a dirt late model. You know, there's a whole bunch of correlation there. Uh, yeah, you, you know, the pressure is pretty high. That. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm not, not uh, you know, counting my chickens before they hatch. But, um, no, I just hopefully we're, we're competitive and we can, you know, the goal is just qualifying for some of these big races in Florida and uh, and just learning the deal and, and you know, um, trying to get better at it. So That's right. I'm not setting the bar uh, as high as Kyle. He's obviously a tremendous race car driver. Um I'll just try to do as best we can. Tough yeah, part I, is that's where we're setting the bar for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Snoop. <laughs> sorry, man. I feel bad, but uh, you know, it's, uh, I just wanted to add a little bit of pressure to you. It's, yeah. You're Canadian, yeah, you know. We got to cheer for you. Let you down, boys. Yeah, that's yeah, right. That's yeah, right. One hundred percent. That's all it is. Right. Well, we told, Racing for Joe's. We, we told Kyle <laughs> that he was in for one. Now we got Stu coming. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. No. Uh, so that uh, the dirt program, the dirt stuff, always fires up. Uh, Volusia County, East Bay, uh, it all fires up uh, well before Daytona. So what is the plan for you now? You, what do you got, like two or three weeks at home, and then that's it? You head south? Yeah, we're going to uh, head south in, in a couple of weeks here um, with, with our with our modifieds for the short track Super Series races uh, at Bubba Speedway in Ocala. And um, that's the last week in January, the 26th to the 30th. And then there's a week off, and... Um, we go with the the Super Dirt Car Series to uh, Volusia. So uh, there's a couple late model races actually before Ocala at Alltech. So we're going to hit those two races, and then um, there's actually a couple races right at Bubba on the Monday and Tuesday, the beginning of February. We're going to try to hit with the late model and then kind of play it by ear, uh, see how things are going. There's a couple other races we could hit before Volusia, or even <laughs> try to be really crazy and and, and uh, you know run both divisions at Volusia. But we'll uh, we'll see what happens. Um, you know, everything leads up to the, the big, uh, you know, the truck race at Daytona on February 12th. And then, you know, we'll kind of see how we're doing then and, and go from there. Oh, man. A- ambitious. And that's what we love about you, Stu Friesen. You always get after it. Uh, is Trip Bruce any part of the DIRT program? Or is that a fully different uh, crew, a fully different everything? Or does, does Trip he's, sort he's, of... Uh, he's not a DIRT guy by any means, but he's getting... He's kind of been... <laughs> thrown into it uh without without a choice so uh like he's gonna have to figure out this late model just as just as much as i am you know it's gonna be a learning curve for both of us for a little bit um but excited i'm excited to work on it with him and uh and do that a little bit more race and a couple of the guys from the truck shop have expressed interest in you know coming with us and, and helping out and um just having some fun with it so it'll be uh be a learning experience for all of us um but uh, but yeah, Trip and the boys are, are going to uh, going to be right after it with me. Oh man, it's going to be exciting. Uh, another reason mm-hmm. why Speed Weeks uh, is coming off the chip again uh, for 2021. Hey, and good job on the food drive that you guys did. I know we haven't talked to you uh, for quite a while here, uh, but just congratulations and uh, a job well done by you and the whole crew uh, doing that food drive. Uh, dynamite stuff. Yeah, thanks so much. Um, Chris Larson and everybody at Hellmeyer was really instrumental in, in raising a lot of food for some local food banks. Um, 
or raising some money for local food banks, and, and they just did a did a drive uh, through Maryland um, a couple weeks ago. You know, just uh, right around Thanksgiving time, um, which was excellent. And then you know the the money they raised for all the local food banks from you know the the communities and all the truck tracks uh, that we ran. Every every top ten was um, was five thousand dollars, so that was that was cool. And uh, we were able to raise over a hundred thousand dollars for that effort, so that was that was pretty awesome to be a part of. And um, like I said, that was. That was Everything uh, that was uh, that was all Chris's idea and, and his uh, his execution, and, and we're just you know proud to you know be associated with him and, and drive for him, and um, you know everybody at Elmar did a great job with that. Talk about a guy that is so supportive of the sport, you know, but but using Absolutely. the sport as a as a platform, you know, for his business. He, he you know, I think back to you know the the initiative that he took, uh, you know, posting the money uh, for the the regular guys uh, to go out and beat Kyle Busch, right? You know, uh-huh. at, at the beginning of the year, the the guy is such a huge supporter of of all forms of motorsports and and really everybody that's in motorsports has to take their hat off for a guy like that you know there's there's yeah, there's not he many of him uh, around <laughs> loves getting involved and um you know racing's uh better because of it so 100 um, really proud to have him as a partner and, and a boss and um you know just love racing with them and and uh it's, it's going to be exciting to see what we can do from here on out how is the truck uh, coming together for uh, Daytona? I know, uh, you know, it's all being prepared sponsorship-wise. Uh, is the truck going to look any different for 2021, or are you guys uh, going to keep the same iconic 52 look? Uh, it's going to be that same 52 look. Um, there might be some changes, you know, down the road as, as uh, you know, some more partners are coming on, which, is, which has been kind of exciting. So, um, you know, we'll just we'll just go from there. But right now, uh, we're planning on running the Halmar colors at Daytona, unless something changes. But um, yeah, we we got some exciting stuff down the road that um, you know might change it up a little bit. Ah, Stewie, we will keep our ears pinned uh, when you got any news. Uh, don't hesitate to let us know. Uh, we, we love we love getting you on here and uh, letting everybody know everything that's happening with uh, with everything you got going on. I know we're going to be as keyed as we can be uh, to everything Speed Weeks. Uh, we sure wish we could join you down there, uh, but, but chances are we're going to be still locked up up here in Ontario, and uh, hopefully the virus gets out of here and things can return to normal. I know I look forward to at least catching up with you at CTMP uh, for the Silverado 250 weekend. Uh, it's always a great weekend, even better when you guys are uh, able to come across this border and put on a show. Fans just absolutely love it. And, uh, Stu, we can't thank you enough for your time tonight on Race Time. Um, you guys be safe. Say hi to Jess. And uh, you guys stay out of trouble and get ready. It's going to be dynamite. Absolutely. All right. We appreciate all the support. And, um, you know, hopefully we'll see you guys soon. That is Stuart Freeze. And watch for him not only at Daytona, but how about the uh, short track stuff, Junior? It's going to be exciting to see him on a dirt late model. Yeah, absolutely. When I when I seen that announced, I was like, man, you don't see that, you know. No. You don't see uh, you don't see guys, you know, kind of change it up and and uh, you know he he's got such a history with uh, with dirt modifieds and and you know the stuff that he does on that side and um, you know to take a new endeavor like that in it's a you're jumping into the deep Huge. end of the pool oh, yeah. when you're talking about jump or changing. You know, they drive fundamentally different from a big block sure. modified, and um, it's uh, it's definitely a lot of fun to see. Um, you know, all the all the excitement and, and funny story. I was watching the old Prelude to the Dream. Remember the NASCAR yeah. Yeah, yeah. event? Um, I just two days ago, I was I was poking around on YouTube, 
and watching the prelude to the dream and uh, uh, the the big event that Tony Stewart and the guys at Eldora Speedway put on. Uh, I'm going to say back in, well, Jeff Gordon was still driving. So sure. when was that, 2005? Yeah, there was like a that. bunch of NASCAR guys jump in. I remember yep. that. And, uh, you know, I watched the whole event and was, was absolutely glued to the TV. So it, I, I suggest anybody to go back and watch that um, on YouTube. Just type in Prelude to the Dream. But, uh, you know, I was watching that, and then the same night I was scrolling through and I seen <laughs> Stuart Friesen jumping into a dirt late model. I was like, man, that's that's super cool to see. And uh, I know that the fans are going to get their money's worth when they show up there. And we hear them, you know, you, you hear them say, well, we just want to go qualify to get in. Right. They're going to win the race. You're like, damn that's right not, they are. not they're going to win the race. They're going there to win the race. To win the race. And, yep. uh, it, you know, they're going to bring the best of the best of equipment. They're already working with a manufacturer that, that can go to victory lane at any given time with Longhorn and, um, you know, it's going to be interesting. They're they're going to be a front-running team. Uh, if not the first night out, the second and third, <laughs> you know, they're going to work their way forward and and, uh, and go from there. But uh, really looking forward to seeing what he can do in that. And uh, I know a lot of short track fans are going to be doing the same. Stuart Friesen loves a challenge. You got to know that about Stu. Watching him uh, from a distance like we have been, um, that that's what I love about a, a driver like Stu. He loves a challenge. He uh, is such a well-rounded racer. Uh, it, you know, he can go out there in a modified and just keep knocking it out of the park. Uh, or he can get into his truck and away he goes there. But have a look at this. He's going to try something different. And really, that's the name of it, right? That's the name of life. You want to try and, you know, do different things and, uh, you know, become better at it. And Stu Friesen is one of those guys that... Uh, I'll tell you, coast to coast here in Canada, we're absolutely proud of him. Uh, and to watch what he's going to do this year in that Camping World Truck Series uh, is going to be simply amazing. It's going to be dynamite. Uh, Raphael Lazard also going to be out there competing on a full-time basis. We got two real, real strong competitors. They've got two great teams. Uh, I'll tell you, the future's looking bright, and we're going to see – a Canadian flag in victory lane. I I know we're gonna, Junior. Yeah, for sure. You know, between uh, the the new opportunity, the speed that GMS had at the end of the year, and the speed that that Stuart Friesen and his team showed towards the end of last year, um, man, talk about two amazing opportunities to see some Canadian flags in victory oh. lane. Um, it's both those guys can get it done. Uh, they're they're both in top notch equipment, and uh, it's definitely excitement. Okay, we're gonna hit a break. When we come back, how about Albert Francis, you want to find out about a program that you can get involved with? Uh, you'll see what I mean on the other side of the break. Stay with us. Hello, race fans. This is Adam Andretti, and you're listening to The Best with Race Time Radio. You're listening to Canada Talks. On Sirius XM, channel 167. Race Radio is brought to you by the Quality Inn, Halifax Airport, the official stay of the Race Time Radio broadcast crew. Also by APX Racewear, the motorsports leader in custom crew apparel and fire suits. Mad Dog Sports Radio is opinionated, passionate sports talk with a bite from the hijinks of the morning men. I bet your parents do it too. They go big bowl shopping. Hey, so I got 50 jars of duck sauce. Me, 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 duck sauce. But I got 
got a good deal. To the inside of Adam Shine. Bill Belichick is the best coach in the history of sports. Not NFL. Sports. And the animated <laughs> energy of the mad dog himself, mad dog. Christopher Russo. This is the channel to talk about your favorite sports team. Mad Dog Sports Radio, Channel 82, or anytime on the Sirius XM app. Rev TV is Canada's own motorsports network, featuring live races and rallies from around the world and right here at home. Rev TV is your destination for motorsports action 24-7. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. Fox News Headlines 24-7 is on Sirius XM with headlines every 15 minutes. I'm Kevin Brinkholm. I'm Therese Crowley. I'm Jim McKay. A channel that delivers your world news, business, what's trending in digital, entertainment, and sports. Your news in a way you've never heard before with headlines every 15 minutes. Fox News Headlines 24-7. All the information you need. Ready when you are. We're live from America's News Headquarters. Sirius XM Channel 115 or listen on the Sirius XM app. Taking you all the way to the track and back. And just like that, we are back with you live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. Thanks so much for tuning in tonight. Uh, coming up, we're going to hear from driver the number 33. Um, and it is Albert Francis. He drives super late model, number 33. And I'll tell you what, he's got a really cool program going on right now uh, that you can get involved with if you like. And to talk more about that, what do you say? We bring the man up himself. we got Albert with us. Albert, how are you tonight? I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. How did the holidays go, my friend? Did you have a good holiday? Yeah, not bad. A little cold. Ah, little cold. Listen to you. You try moving up where we are, buddy. You want to talk about cold? She's chilly up here. That's why I'm not from the Great White North. Ah, there (laughs) you go. That's right. Now, Albert, uh, 2020 Jennerstown Speedway champion. That's got a good ring to it, number one. Never thought I'd really do that, did I? No, that's that's definitely a cool deal. When you look at uh, at your season uh, from from 2020, uh, you know, COVID threw a wrench in everybody's season by the sounds of it. Um, you know, even even on on the southern side of the border. Um, but uh, you know, you guys had you know bright aspirations. We had you on the program leading into 2020, and uh, you had some bright aspirations. There was lots of racetracks that you wanted to get to. Uh, but, uh, you know, kind of right at the beginning of planning all those, everything kind of, you know, fell apart. The wheels fell off the wagon, if you will. Uh, and, and you guys made a decision and, and had the opportunity to go out there at Jennerstown and, and pick up the championship. But we also seen you in lots of events throughout the year. Take us through some of the highlights of, of what you guys did last year. Uh, it started off better than it ended. Uh, you guys knew that. Nashville didn't go too well, and neither did Winchester. Both of those ended with wrecked race cars. So, uh, we did pretty good at 
Jennerstown all year, though. Absolutely. Absolutely. Looking forward now, looking into 2021, uh, you guys are, are positioned and kind of ready to go in, in different, uh, different races. Uh, by the sounds of it, you've got some different things laid out for, for the schedule. Um, obviously, lots of schedules still to be released, so I imagine that it can change around a lot between now and then. Um, but you've got a really cool program lined up uh, and, and you're supporting a great cause. Uh, tell us a little bit about what you're working on right now. Yeah, we actually got like a auction going on right now that auctions off the whole space of our hood to anyone just in the donation goes to the Barstool Fund. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. It's, uh, I'm sure you have. It's Dave Portnoy, and he donates money to small businesses that are struggling in the pandemic, and our deal that we're doing is uh, hashtag race for small business. So that's you find it, and then you just bid on the post, and everything on the profit goes to the barstool fund. Wow! Cool. How so, cool is that? So the entire so the, whoever whoever buys the hood space can put whatever they want on it. So like you could put like a, a logo, you could put you know a, a picture, you could put whatever you want on the hood. Um, and 100% of that money goes directly to the Barstool Fund. Yeah, I mean, anything that's appropriate, obviously. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I, imagine, yeah. I imagine you could put, your, some people could find some pretty inappropriate stuff to put on there. But when, when you look at, uh, you know, how, how is the program going so far? Are you getting lots of exposure? Uh, it's not, it's going decent. Not as good as I'd like it to. We're in about like, Five hundred and sixty dollars right now, and there's about seven days remaining. So oh, gotcha. You got some time to get involved. Oh, that's cool. So, uh, uh, listeners that are out there, they want to check this out, uh, and they want to put a bid in. How do they do that? Uh, you go to eBay.com. Uh, just look up hashtag uh, Race for Small Business, and then, or you could either go to my Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram and just follow the link from there. No, that's cool. You know, I, I did happen to notice that program. Um, and, and small business, uh, let's face it, uh, it, small business is really taking a big kick with this pandemic. And good on Barstool Sports for uh, coming up with a program um, that, that's actually going to help those people out. Uh, and good on you for coming up with a way of uh, finding a way to support that. You guys, I guess, are in small business yourselves, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, so you know what it's all about. Yeah, for sure. When you look at, uh, you know, the the size and scale, I followed Dave Portnoy and, and those guys with the Barstool Sports and, uh, you know, the, the, the Barstool Fund, um, the, the story behind it, you know, all coming together between Marcus Lemonis and Dave Portnoy putting, you know, 500K in at the beginning. That's wild. And to see where they're at now. Uh, I believe that they're at like uh, 69 or 70 companies that they've that they've signed up onto the program. Um, you know, I definitely urge everybody to check it out. Uh, it, it is United States only right now, right? Uh, but uh, you know, they've raised uh, you know 17 or 18 million dollars. Wow! Um, in in just you know three or four days. 
um, you know, it's it's definitely pretty cool. And and that's a huge donation for your race team, right? It's you guys you guys operate off of sponsorship funding, and and when you look at uh, at at what you guys are donating, <laughs> it's <laughs> it's definitely a uh, it, it's a massive chunk of of your advertising space. Um, but uh, it, it is definitely going to a great cause, Albert. And uh, hats off to you guys. Congratulations. Thank you. And actually, if you look at it, there's like uh, I think there's 130,000 people that donated to. So that's pretty amazing. For sure. Yeah, 100. percent How's the race car coming together for 2021? Uh, are you going to be heading down to Speed Weeks? Do you think, Albert, or what's the plan there? I'm going to try. It's still coming apart at the moment. Um, one of them's going together, one's coming apart. So <laughs> it all depends how how good things go here with the business and stuff like that. So. Yeah, 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 and that's the way it is today, right? Uh, things still coming together. Uh, you know, the pandemic is still in play. Everybody's got to do their thing to remain safe uh, until such time as they can get that vaccine uh, and then we can all get back to normal. Um, but y- what's it like putting those cars together? I guess you guys got your work cut out for you. If you want to head to Florida in February, um, you-, you got your work cut out to get those things prepared to go. Yeah, especially the drive. And then because you got to think you got to take off probably seven days for work. So that's a big hit to take if you think of it financially. Absolutely. 100%. Huge. And uh, one other thing, you know, that we stumbled upon, uh, Rack Hunter uh, Camo, uh, your partner from last year, you guys signed a two-year agreement, um, uh, and, and that was launched right before the banquet uh, over at Jennerstown. So you're going to be with those guys at Rack Hunter for, for an, an additional two years. That's, uh, that's definitely excitement stuff for, for, for you and your entire program. Yeah. And actually, when we came to them with this deal for the Barstool Fund, they were, we were just going to raffle off just a small portion of the car. And they decided, hey, we want to give off the main hood where our biggest logo is. So that was pretty cool for them. Oh, that's Absolutely. amazing. Amazing and a great program. Uh, you can get involved if you want. You want to uh, get an opportunity to get on the hood of Albert Francis, number 33. Uh, you can do it. Get to eBay and uh, follow the hashtags. Yeah, eBay.com. So it is on the United States side. A lot of our right. listeners are, are, are eBay.ca, right? As soon as sure. you type it in. Uh, but just uh, it, you would have to go to eBay.com. Uh, you'll be able to pull it up from there, um, and just make sure you're on the United States side uh, on the eBay on the eBay page. Um, but uh, it is hashtag race all capitals for small business, um, and uh, hashtag race for small business. Just search it on there, and and the, it is the only post that pops up, um, the only the only eBay item that pops up, and uh, or like you said, you can go on Facebook, uh, Instagram, or twitter i believe you said uh and you can you can follow the links from there there's tons of stuff you're posting you're posting a lot you're blowing up my timeline i (laughs) I see albert francis on there a lot um but uh right after the show we're gonna go on there and make a post or 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 make a bid uh to see if we can get rtr on there oh wouldn't that be cool that's what we're gonna do we're gonna do that we're gonna do that albert good job on coming up with something innovative uh you're one of those young talents i know i look forward uh, to, to see in whatever race you jump into, uh, including those Canadian Short Track Nationals next summer. Uh, that'll be dynamite. you still have plans of coming back up to Canada? 
for sure. I would love to come back there. It's probably one of my favorite racetracks. Beautiful facility. Well, and you did a dynamite job up here as well. Uh, I know it didn't work out perfect for you, but uh, man, oh man, you got to be one of those threats to win up here. Uh, you like that five eighths mile stuff? It's a lot like Jennerstown, I guess. Yeah, it definitely is a little, uh, a little smoother than Jennerstown, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'd say uh, smooth like glass, only rocking fast. Uh, Albert, this has been great catching up with you, my friend. Uh, uh, much continued success, and we'll be watching to see how things all play out for the auction. Okay, thank you. You bet. That's Albert Francis, driver of the number 33. That's a cool program, Junior. That is for sure. It's uh, it's pretty neat to see. You know, it's uh, racing gives back. You know, you, you look at Stuart Friesen and those guys doing a, doing a big food drive. You look at uh, Albert Francis trying to raise money for small business. Man, there's, there's just lots of uh, really cool programs that come from this sport. You know, it's not just it's not just guys driving around in a circle. Right. There's there's yeah. so many backstories, and uh, you know, to tie it all together, a guy like Todd Lewis is going to, you know, put on yeah. shows to talk about programs like this, to talk about the exciting, you know, behind the scenes stuff that uh, that you see uh, that happens in the sport on a daily basis. That uh, you know, it, it, it all takes a spotlight to be put on it, and, and hats off to uh, to those guys, and and uh, hopefully there's lots of people that get behind it right yeah. I, I think everybody get on there and share uh you know albert's albert's posts and and those things and uh let's try to let's see what we can raise uh for barstool i think it would be definitely pretty cool to see the rallying of the support of the short track community yeah final break of the show we're gonna hit it now when we come back lots more to talk about stay right there we will be back <laughs> Fans, this is Brennan Nidero, driver of the number 24 Enforcement Cup car, and you're listening to Race Time Radio. You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, channel 167. Get your race fix anytime online. www.racetimeradio.com Also available on Facebook. Just search Racetime Radio. And as always, you can drop us an email. Info at racetimeradio.com from two wheels to four, and so much more. Rev TV also features exclusive live race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and so much more. Rev TV offers you the best seat in the house to feel the rush. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. Is it your job to light the fire, the campfire, or maybe you're like me and you heat your home with wood? You need to use a quick wick. These fire starters work. No paper or kindling. And presto, your fire is going every time. No toxic fumes, just warm, enjoyable flames. You can get them online. Go to quickwick.com. Quickwick, they work. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. 
Broadcasting live from the track. We're here to get trophies. Never give up, baby. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio Channel 90 is your home for all things NASCAR. The yellow lights come on. Perfect! Everything's happening so fast. Every race. Hard contact into the safer barrier. Exclusive interviews. This is more than just a job. We don't get caught up in being famous. The only broadcasting outlet in the world. Delivering NASCAR 24-7, 365. Thank you, you are the man. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. Channel 90. Race Time Radio is fueled by BP Race Fuels. The worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Dawson Dental Centers. Get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. Race Time Radio is back. And once again, Joe Chisholm. And we are back with you live tonight on Race Time Radio. Uh, you know, uh, if you listen to Race Time Radio a lot, you'll know my voice sounds a little bit funky. Uh, I'll tell you what. My voice has been out in left field for about three weeks now. Yeah, you had a dental surgery, and then everything, the wheels fell off. Isn't that amazing? But it is back tonight. I, I will have... say that you sound better tonight than you did for the past three weeks. I, isn't that ironic? That's that, funny. Oh, I needed my voice tonight, and it came back. Yep. Well, kind of. It's about three-quarters of the way back. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a dental implant that went bad, and it stayed in my head way too long, and I got it removed on December the 10th. And I'll tell you what, I've been one struggling cat since, but I am healing up, and that's all good news. And uh, I'll tell you, uh, it was quite an experience, but um, I- I'm starting on my way back again. Yes, for sure. <laughs> um, something that totally missed my radar, and I-, I feel kind of bad that I missed this, but South Buxton Speedway. You remember South Buxton? Yeah. Sure. Well, uh, last summer was not a real good summer to, um, you know, fire up and get things underway. Yep. But there is no more South Buxton Speedway. Yep. How about Southern Ontario Motor Speedway? For sure. That is a brand new track on that property. Absolutely. I they knocked down everything, literally. Bulldozed yeah. the entire facility and started from scratch. Well, I spoke with Blake Outhouse today. Yep. And Blake used to be South Buxton Speedway. Yep. And then sold it. Yep. And, you know, went on and did other things. And uh, Blake is now back at the new track. Yep. And he is going to GM that track. And next Sunday night, Blake Outa is going to join us on the program. Lots of really cool things coming down the pipe. Oh, incredible. They were testing there last year. You know, there was a few days where they had some test and tune days for some guys and uh, to try out the new track and the new surface. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, by by all accounts, everybody was pretty happy with it. It's way bigger. It's not the same. It's not the same layout. No. No. South Buxton is is completely different. But uh, the way that they've got it all structured and, you know, there's a wall all the way around it now and. And uh, just a, a really neat-looking track that uh, I look forward to seeing what they can produce out of that facility. Well, some of the stats here, some of the actual particulars about the speedway itself, uh, it is a super 3.8 mile speedway. Uh, the front stretch, 425 feet long, 75 feet wide, uh, with 10 degrees of banking. Yep. Now, uh, the back stretch is the same as the front. But how about this, Junior, for the corners? 80 feet wide, 80 feet. That's nice wide turns. 
20 degree banking yep. in turns one and two and down in three four. For sure. Isn't that amazing? That's going to be a rocket fast track. It will be for sure. And, and uh, you know, hats off to Blake and everybody over there. Um, you know, they had, you know, it seems like it was just yesterday, but uh, they had, you know, the, the struggles, um, you know, over at that racetrack. And then they also had the fire um, that yeah. knocked out the concession, the grandstand, you know, a big portion of the grandstand. Um, you know, there was a lot of people that said South Buxton's gone. And to a certain degree, South Buxton is gone because everything's going to be brand new. Um, but uh, everything uh, is shaping up there. There's a lot of really positive buzz around it. Um, you know, every time I hear the word South Buxton, all I can think about is Kirk Hooker. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah, Jake and Kirk. I know right. there's tons of people that race there, you know, all the time. And uh, there's lots of the Rium brothers. And, Jim Dale. Uh, there's lots of, lots of names. Yep. Uh, you know, Brett Hope, uh, lots of names that get thrown around, uh, you know, over there. But, uh, you know, for me, an asphalt guy from, from Owen Sound, <laughs> yeah. Kirk Hooker Kirk is Hooker. what I think about. Well, Southern Ontario Motor Speedway is the name of that facility. Definitely exciting. Blake Outhouse is going to join us next Sunday night. We're going to talk all about it. Uh, we will pick uh, Blake's mind. And we'll find out yeah. what's coming up for 2021. So if you've got any questions at all for Blake, sure. let us know. Yeah, that'd be a good shoot, time. Shoot us over on at Racetime Radio on Twitter. Uh, or you can email us, joe at racetimeradio.com. Yeah. Now, schedules are all starting to pop out now. They are. I know Salvo Speedway. Ours is about, um, I'm going to say about 99% finished. Yep. Um, I reached out to Luke Ramsey from the APC series. I was going to try and get Luke on the show this uh, for tonight. Yep. His schedule isn't a hundred percent complete yet. Correct. Um, uh, but it's going to be in real uh, short order. Yep. And soon as it is, Luke Ramsey going to join us. We'll talk APC mm. and get y'all up to date on everything with the series. Right before we shut down uh, for the holiday break, uh, of course, there was the news that they have launched the super stocks. Uh, for a handful of races that are going to be APC sanctioned, five, I um, believe. So yeah, five five events uh, that that the Super Stocks will join them. Um, there's lots of buzz right now that a series is going to be back at uh, at Kawartha Speedway. That A series, not I'm not necessarily saying the APC series, but there is uh, some some you know rumblings out there that we're going to see some racing at Kawartha Speedway again next year, which would be cool. Well, wouldn't that be? Um, uh, there's there's definitely some excitement there. Um, uh, as well, a piece of news that kind of crossed my my desk uh, was uh, Taylor Holdaway. Of course, uh, long-time limited late-model competitor, um, you know, multi-time champion at Sunset Speedway. Number 41. Um, number 41, Hollywood, I guess everybody yeah. calls him yeah. over there. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, he, last year, uh, took a little bit of a different approach, right? He, he was racing a couple times uh, down south. Of course, he made the tour down to uh, Nashville, and, and uh, I want to say it was Watermelon Capital for the Rattler. Um, you know, made some trips south. Um, then he took on the crew chief role. Um, with Tyler DiVorenzo in the APC Tour. Um, number 97, Yes, right? number 97, yep. yep. Uh, there's two 97s, not Blair Wicket, but the other, right. the the other, other 97. 97. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so, um, you know, he, he, he did some really great things looking at what Tyler was able to do. Um, now this year, of course, he's got that really competitive program put together that was Touring South. Um, he's going to step out of the seat. Um, he's not going to be a driver in his own program anymore, the Holdaway Automotive Group. 
uh, is going to be um, he's going to be the the car owner slash crew chief. Um, competition director all wrapped up into one. Right. Um, Connor James is going to be driving for him. Oh, really? In full time in the APC series. Now, we've seen Connor, of course, won the championship in the Lucas Oil Sportsman Cup series. Two years um, ago. Yep, two years ago. Uh, ran full time uh, in 2020 in the NASCAR Pinty series, of course, with their six race series um, with EHR. Uh, now you're going to see Connor James full-time in the uh, APC Tour uh, with Holdaway, in in T- Taylor Holdaway's Pro Late Model equipment. Will he be the 41 car? Or do we know that yet? I don't know. Yeah. I wonder say. if it's going to be the same iconic We'll have to get 41. him on the program. We'll get yeah. uh, we'll get Taylor on the program to talk about it. Sure. Uh, but uh, definitely pretty cool news. Um, you know, and, and really on trend, um, you know, it's it's a way that uh, he can do everything that he loves. And, and uh, uh, he's, he's a great setup guy. I've worked with him i've spotted for taylor holdway yeah. a number of times and um you know he's he's a setup guy he understands those cars and uh you know you combine them with a young talent like uh, like connor james and look out i think that they're going to be a pretty strong team um on the other side of this deal so it's uh if 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 connor james could drive a pro late like he can a heavy car it's going to be really interesting and uh i'm really looking forward to seeing what they are going to be able to put up Somebody else who we got to get on this very show is uh, Scott Steckley's son, Kyle. Mm-hmm. I believe Kyle is going to be stepping into a late model this year at some point. Yes, full time um, by the sounds of it. And that would be cool. We he need, did race last year. We need to get him on this show. He raced at Frostoberfest, did a great job um, for uh, for his family team. And, uh, you know, Kyle, Kyle has been a long-time you know, four banger racer. Sure. Uh, for the past couple of years, uh, you know, he raced junior J trucks and the natural progression jumping into a uh, into a into a late model. And uh, you know, how long I'm really before excited. we see him in the Pindy series? Full tilt. Ooh, I don't know. What do you think? Answer to that. Uh, like he's probably gonna get I've some late him, model experience. After seeing him drive a late model, he's ready for it now. Sure, he is. It's uh, it, it's in know, his genes. It is for sure. When you look at uh, at what you know his dad was able to do and and the team that he's got over there, um, you know they've got uh, the powerhouse team, a powerhouse team in the NASCAR Pinty Series, and um, I'm really looking forward to seeing what Kyle can do. You know, in a late model uh, at a, at a major capacity. And uh, I think we're going to see some cool stuff. Yeah. Well, and, uh, you know, I, it would be real interesting. This is usually the time of the year that we're out, you know, hitting the bushes, trying to find out what Canadian teams are going to be heading down south, be it dirt, be it asphalt for the World Series, or, you know, heading to uh, Volusia County to be on dirt. Uh, but, you know, the pandemic is still going to be playing havoc with so many race teams on being able to go down there. And, you know, go down and compete. And, you know, when they come back, they got to quarantine and they got to do all that stuff. The pandemic isn't over yet. I know we got a nice bright light at the end of the tunnel, um, but we're not at the point yet where, you know, we can let things rip. And it's too bad because I know I really, really wanted to go to New Smyrna this year for the World Series. But it just quite truthfully isn't in the cards yet. Um, You know, next year. You can uh, take it to the bank. We're going to be there. Yeah, uh, I'm going to be there. I can guarantee it. Uh, I now, will not a miss fan, another year. As a fan, or like if you can fly there, you can still go. 
you could. And but uh, you know, you can't uh, necessarily haul haul a car and haul a race team across, um, which would be difficult. But I, I wouldn't doubt that you see a handful of Canadians do the rental program style oh and go down and and go down um by the sounds of it there's uh, a couple that i've heard of um have put together deals with american race teams that have equipment and personnel and people um and uh you know we'll do the fly down and race arrive and drive style right um and that is for both on the dirt side and on the asphalt side and then as well you know we we just seen um jean philippe um I, I believe his name is John Philippe. Um, do it in uh, for the red eye uh, right. with Mario Goslin's team. Right, right. Um, so I wouldn't doubt that you see a little bit of that. Um, not necessarily the massive involvement that you see or the massive influx of Canadians, uh, because that does take you know gobs of funding oh, in sure order to does. do that. Yeah. Um, if if you're not if you don't own the equipment, uh, it's definitely a, a more of a an expensive operation. But uh, um, there are lots of great opportunities. If you're a Canadian that's looking to do that, um, there's tons of great opportunities to uh, to get your butt in a seat at Speed Weeks. You know, it wasn't that many years ago I can remember being at New Smyrna Speedway. Uh, and we had 13, 14 different teams from across Canada yeah. in the pit area at New Smyrna for the World Series. And it, like, I'll tell you what, every division, you had one, two, maybe three different Canadian uh, participants in it. Yeah. Kind of cool. Well, when, you know, I remember going down with Andrew Grizel and, and um, in, just in our division alone, which was the pro late models, we had seven Canadians. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. You, you, we had Jackson's. Uh, we had, yeah, Wayne, um, Wayne Smith. Uh, we had. Um, oh, Martin, that's right. Martin, Wayne Smith was yeah, down there, the uh, 44. Yep. Yeah, uh, Martin Latalupe. Uh, yeah. Um, we had Kirk Hooker. We had uh, McCorder, uh, Andrew Grizel. Yeah. Like there, there was a, a bunch of Canadians. Greasy and then, Gallon, and the, the back Supers, in the day. Yeah, the Supers always had, you know, a handful of Canadians, whether it be, you know, the Pastors and, uh, you know, there was uh, Brent Wheeler made a couple trips down and lots of Canadians at New Smyrna every single time. And, and, uh, uh you know, it'll be interesting to see how many Canadians are there this year. Yeah. Um, but it will be, by all accounts, going to be on that NBC Gold deal. So That's what it sounds um, like. Yeah, which will be the same deal as last year. Uh, unfortunately, as a Canadian, you'll have to get, you'll have to pirate it. But yeah, uh, yeah. You'll have to uh, get a, uh, you know, one of those IP switchers and, and uh, switch your IP to an American address and, and then buy it and do all that stuff you'll be able to watch it you'll be able to do it and uh um but it, it will be uh it will be available once again to watch it so i wouldn't i, I would imagine that there's going to be lots of people doing that now i'm going to be digging in trying to find out showtime next weekend big super late model race we yes. heard jeff talk about it tonight jeff schofield uh he's heading to it um i want to check that out last time i i can remember low budget tv yep. was at showtime I wouldn't doubt it'll be low-budget TV once again, at least fingers crossed. I want to check that out, and hopefully we'll be able to watch the action from Showtime Speedway in Florida next weekend. I'm pulling it up right now. Good. To see if I can to see if I can find it. They do a dynamite job. I'll tell you, I, I'm very impressed with what we've seen. Uh, it was over one weekend. Uh, it was last fall. Uh, they do a great job on that. Uh, speaking of pay-per-view stuff... We gotta get uh, Pit Row TV back on here and see how things are all gelling and coming together for 2021 with Pit Row TV. Yes, 
one hundred percent. Yeah. Um. You know, I just the past couple of days there was the announcement that the Cars tour was going to be going back to Rockingham. Oh, really? Um, yeah. And the Cars tour, um, going to have a have an event there. Um. Now, since then, it has been postponed already to right. October. Um. But the Cars tour will be back there. Um, uh, at Rockingham at the big one mile. Tell me that wasn't an awesome racetrack. I know you and I were there yep. watching the truck series back in the day. We broadcasted live from Rockingham. Uh, back Andy Hillenberg had it at that time. And uh, watching those late models back then, Junior, you'll remember who won the late model race that day. And it was Corey LaJoy yes. that went to Victory Lane that day. And watching those late models on that track, were ju- I was in awe. Yeah, when you look at the names that were that were there when we were there um, for the truck series racing in the UARA late models. Yeah, um, there was uh, Jeb Burton. Jeb was Jeb yep. Burton. Uh, there was Corey LaJoy. Um, there was uh, Ben Rhodes was driving the forty one car. Yes, he the, was the uh, the Alpha car. Um, uh, the young gentleman that was driving Bassett. for Bassett yeah, was Ronnie in Bassett was Ronnie. there. Um, well, actually, both Bassets, both yep. Bassett brothers, um, but. Um, but you know the the list goes on and on uh, of the guys that were there. Marcus Ambrose, um, he had a team uh, with a young That's guy, right? Too Greg yeah, Golding yeah. was yeah. driving for him. Um, just a, a really neat uh, a neat team, um, or or sorry, a neat deal to see late models on that racetrack. Um, fast though, yeah. my lord! Oh yeah. To well, see that t- was the Frank Kimmel Nationals were on at that same time. And I, we had a couple of Canadians go down for that. The 87 car. Willie Andy Rines. Ford. Yep, Andy was Ford. Was also down there. That was my first time spotting on a one mile. Yeah. That was, uh, it, I mean, when you look at Rockingham and the history that's there and, you know, it, we, you know, you think back to all the old cup races and stuff that you watch there. Uh, when you walk through the gates there, it's, it, it's historic. <laughs> and, well, sitting and down in turn cool. number one and two. Yep. I know that's where you and I were sitting up there. For the truck race. Watching those trucks come flying into turn one and two at Rockingham was something. Yep. yep. Like, no wonder, uh, you know, like back in the day, that place was packed. Yep. Yep. Uh, I wish it was still the up area, and though, running. Such a depressed area. It like, is. Like, when you look at, at the economy around the racetrack, and, right. and by all accounts, it's starting to come back. And that's kind of the neat part. Um, it's starting to, to flourish again, you know, and, and uh, there's lots of, uh, lots of stuff reopening around the racetrack. And, and uh, it's definitely cool that, that they're able to host an event like this, uh, like the, the Cars Tour. And, and hopefully we see more, you know, hopefully you see more come down the pipe. Um, in, and hopefully it doesn't turn into what you know we all see over at at uh, at North Wilkesboro. Well, you know, it's, Andy uh, did such a good job with that yeah. track on the refire. Yeah, I'll tell you what, that place uh, they, they did such a good job. Yeah, uh, and I feel bad for Andy Hillenberg for the amount of energy and effort that he and his team put in there to not have success. Uh, breaks my heart. It really does. A beautiful racetrack, and to see what those guys did was just amazing. Um, but you know what? That's that's this industry. Sometimes yeah. it works and sometimes it doesn't. For sure. And uh, hopefully, you know, that can fire up and be successful. Yep, for sure. And now, I, I do want to give a shout out to uh, uh, Cam Harris um, uh, uh, and uh, and Gray uh, Graydon. Sorry, Graydon. Um, they've got uh, their fan side YouTube channel 
uh, fired up talking about all things racing. Oh, cool. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, uh, Cam is is the guy who was designing all the uh, all oh, the, that's the, right too. the Pinties cars, right? Right. right. Uh, they've got a really cool video style Pinties uh, or not Pinties, but uh, all forms of, of stock car racing uh, YouTube channel. Uh, they've got a really cool thing going, and uh, I urge everybody to check them out. Yeah, very cool. Uh, but that's gonna do it for us tonight here on Race Time Radio. Show number one, 2021 has begun, yes, and we has. kicked it all off with winners. Uh, Got to thank Jeff Schofield for coming on and Brad May and Todd Lewis and Stuart Friesen and, of course, Albert Francis for jumping on. Uh, but for Sue here at Race Time Radio, uh, she's out there. Thanks, Susie, for getting us all hooked up again tonight. Uh, for Joe Jr., I'm Joe Chisholm Sr., and that does it for us tonight. Uh, Got to throw it back to Scotty in Toronto, back at Sirius XM Channel 167. And remember, we will be with you next Sunday night and every Sunday night thereafter at 7 p.m. Eastern, live on Sirius XM Channel 167. Next week, Jeff Cassidy, Sobel Speedway, 50-50 owner. He's going to join us. And Blake Outhouse, also going to join us next Sunday night, live here on Race Time. But that does it for us. Have a good one, everybody. Any questions, any comments, please fire them through. Joe at racetimeradio.com. And we'll catch up with you next week right here on Sirius XM. Thanks for listening to Race Time Radio. Visit us on the web at www.racetimeradio.com. We hope you'll join us again next time for more Race Time Radio. Come on now, dig, dig, dig. Exclusively on your home for the hardcore race fan. Excellent, buddy, excellent.